It's Mac and Annie after the show, episode 59. And today I have uh, an interview deal breaker, too many clothes, and rule breakers. Oh, goodness. I've got so many silly stories that I can't wait to talk about. A cake thief, noisy snacks. Also, this, um, I'm going to blame the parent for this one. Seven-year-old who's disgruntled about the Barbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, apparently, uh, we, we haven't had a look for a job in a while. Knock on wood. Anyway, yep. uh, bosses uh, are doing what they call the coffee cup test. Okay. You see this? Uh, Trent Ennis, who is a... Uh, guy who does the interviewing for a company says, I will always take you for a walk down to one of our kitchens, and somehow you always end up walking away with a drink. Mm-hmm. Then we go back to the interview room, and at the, end of the, at the end of the interview, I see what you do when you get up. Do you pick up the cup and take it back to the kitchen to be washed? So it's a real mug. It's a real it's mug. Not, not like a styrofoam cup or something. Right. It's a real mug, and do they take it back to the kitchen? And and wash the coffee cup. If you come into the office one day inside our company, you'll see the kitchens are almost always clean and sparkling. And it's very much of a concept of washing your coffee cup. Mm-hmm. They're really just making sure that they're actually going to fill it into the culture inside our company. And really take on everything that they should be doing. Okay. Um, well, when you <laughs> when you share a space with so many people, especially a break room or something like that, it's good that everybody kind of knows to tidy up. Because oh, it's nice, but like I refrigerators mean, are disgusting in an office most of the time. Are you talking about ours? Because the last I one was. don't use it. I'll just say that. <laughs> but um, and I know when we used to have a coffee maker, right. you know, before Kerrigs and everything, you always wondered like who exactly cleans. This does anyone because everybody just you know, um, so I never used it for that reason. But I'm trying to think what I would do. I I I would feel. I think if I noticed that everything was pristine like that, mm-hmm. then I would feel obligated to pick up my cup and probably ask where to take it. I think that's what I would probably. That's what the guy's looking me. for. You know? Okay, they're they're thinking that if you can't take your coffee cup back, you're not going to fit into our office. Yeah. Because wow. I would feel bad just leaving my dirty dish right. there on his desk. <laughs> I mean, if it was styrofoam <laughs> or, or paper, you might put it into a recyclable area and just throw it away at the end of the interview. But yeah, if you don't take back the coffee cup, he's not going to hire you. So do you think you would have been one of those people to pick up your <sighs> mug? And- I, I, I would never leave a real cup, I don't think, at it on, on some guy's desk or some gal's <laughs> desk who's interviewing me. You know, so I'll let you take care of that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys don't have anything else going on. Why take care of that? Come on now. But man, that's that's uh Oh man. That's Aren't easy but hard. We don't have to look for jobs like oh, knock on wood. We're knocking on wood again, um, yes. Because there's so much more involved with it now. Like it's like a mental Oh yeah, it's 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 more of a culture thing. Are you gonna fit thing, in here yeah. or are you not? Yeah, and then they oh, also wow. check your social media, which... True. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks, I'm unemployed. <laughs> okay, so the Barbie movie's still in the news because it's made over a billion dollars, you know, oh, globally. Yeah. It's been a great big success, so much so that they're already talking about Barbie movie 2, and uh, they want the exact cast, is what I read this morning. They, so that's just in the very early stages. I can so see that. You don't want to have yeah. a, you know... We'll, we'll see. But um, I thought this was kind of annoying. I saw this this morning. A little girl in the UK, her name is Olivia, seven years old, and she's upset because she is, because the Barbie movie has a PG-13 rating. Mm-hmm. 
And her mother's theory is that it's just not appropriate for her daughter yet. Which I don't know. I I mean, every parent has their their standards, which is fine if you don't want your child to see it. I think that's a great thing. Like you decide when they see whatever they're going to see. Right. Um, I would say, though, having seen the Barbie movie, I don't think there's anything offensive. Like they're dolls. They're not doing anything, you know, risque or anything like that. But the thing that bothers me is this little girl wrote a letter to um, Greta Gerwig, who is the director, writer of the movie, because it's a PG-13 rated movie and she can't see it yet. And she doesn't understand why this Barbie movie is made for her. (laughs) And I'm thinking, kid, not everything is for you. That's right. I mean, why don't people get that yet? Why do people get mad when something is not for them? Because here's 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 what I'm thinking. She's seven, and according to her mother, a big fan of Barbie. She plays with Barbie. She loves Barbie. Right. This movie may not be for her now, but it will be right up her alley when she's older. And the yeah, reason why I think it's so awesome is because uh, it'll mean more to her. It's deep. It's right. not just a movie about a doll. Yeah, <laughs> gets she, into... she won't get all the uh, nuances of the show. Yeah, she'll appreciate seven. it when she's older. I don't know. It just kind of struck a nerve with me. I'm like, why do people get mad and write a letter or, you know, have to be like all hurt about it as if they're a victim of something? I mean, not everything's for you hey, right now. If you don't now. like it, you know, you don't have to go see it. Yeah. You know? Why write a letter or protest about it? I mean, it's just whatever. I mean. I mean, I, you know, she thinks it's just going to be about Barbies playing around just like she does. And, you know, she doesn't get yeah. the fact that it's not really that. Now, granted, though, if you did take, if you chose that you were okay with your seven-year-old seeing it, you could take them. It'd be fine. Right. Um, and they'd probably enjoy all the colors and the fact that they're dolls and there's some, there's a lot of humor in it. But they, until you've lived a few years. Right. You know, if she saw it now and then she nuances. saw it 10 years from now, she'd have a total different take on it, I yeah, think. Yeah, I think so. So anyway, good luck, kid. Yeah, good, <laughs> good letter, though. Uh, have you ever been to a nude beach, Annie James? Nope. <laughs> uh, we get a whole other show about me going to the nude beach. Anyway. Have you been? Oh, yeah. I oh, my goodness. Beach. I did not know this. <laughs> when? In fact, it was a whole, uh, <laughs> it was a whole, uh, the whole area. The did you know area. you were going to? Oh, yeah, I knew ahead of time. <laughs> and, you know. <laughs> Things we didn't know. Let's just say open bar, okay? Um, Nudist in Catalonia, Spain, recently started a campaign to ban clothes on the beaches that are nude beaches. Well, if it's a nude beach. Right. I mean, the last thing you need is people there to just gawk, right? (laughs) That's why I went. Um, (laughs) Not surprising. (laughs) No, it's not surprising whatsoever. I'll I'll take full responsibility. That in a free bar? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, okay, I can drink all I want. Uh, they they say close tourists make them uncomfortable. Well, yeah, I uh, the, understand that. The Naturist Nudist Federation of Catalonia wants better signs for their nude beaches and more government support. Federation leader uh, Rovira says before people would arrive at a nude beach and either leave or strip down. Now they stay and keep their swimsuits on and just. Look around. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's wrong. Uh, but they don't realize is that there are a lot of them, and they end up making us uncomfortable. Well, yeah. They say it's a lack of respect. I I would have to agree. <laughs> Only because you don't want to ever uh, stand out, I guess. I don't know. Everybody should. <laughs> 
It's like going to a party and somebody says, hey, this is a themed Star Wars party, and you walk in as Darth Vader and nobody else is dressed up. Yeah, nobody else is dressed up. Okay, yeah, that's awkward. (laughs) You know, it's like, well, okay. I'm cringy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, listen, been to the nude beach. There's only about 3% of the people on that beach that you really want to see without clothes on. Yeah, but okay, okay, back to you. We need to know. (laughs) Were you nude? Uh, yeah, there. Okay, we we can go into the story. There was a there's a part of the uh, the resort that was fully clothed. Mm-hmm. There was part of the resort that was fully non clothed, okay. and then there was area in the middle where you could be clothed or not clothed. <laughs> you took your shirt off. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. But just I'm just saying you could be. I mean, there there was three different areas. One you had to have clothes on. The other two okay. was up to you. So did you stay in the area where you were clothed? Oh, we spent or? an afternoon there. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was younger and dumber, and why? You know why not? You know, I'm not going to see any of these people ever again. Why not? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know it's like going to a wine tasting and not trying some of the wine. <laughs> when in Rome. That's right. Okay. Okay. This made me laugh this morning. In fact, these next two stories I have made me laugh. But uh, there's a. Um, the Royal Albert Hall in mm-hmm. London, which I believe when we were there, when I was in London, we had a couple days there, and I think I went past this place. Um, the Royal Albert Hall, they are doing the, I'm not going to say it right, but it's an opera. It's, an, it's opera. an opera, and it's a serious, dramatic opera about these nuns who were guillotined during the French Revolution, okay? Okay, that's The serious. problem is... <laughs> I don't understand why, but at the Royal Albert Hall, they sell popcorn. <laughs> so That might make the opera more palatable. Yeah, some people, and wouldn't you know, they're American tourists. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> we're going to bring our own brand of, they, you know. They brought their popcorn into the opera, and we're chewing loudly. <laughs> <laughs> so loud that it caused a fight in the audience <laughs> with people who are were super annoyed <laughs> with but, you know, people were saying, like, why in the heck is popcorn being sold anyway? It ruined the first half of this super evening. Please, please, please stop selling popcorn. It's noisy, smelly, intrusive, and completely inappropriate at a concert. And it causes big fights in the audience, ruining the evening for everybody around. <laughs> I can't imagine them selling popcorn at the Royal Albert Hall. No, it sounds very um, elite. It's been yeah, it's been around for like a hundred years. Like something you would dress up for, mm-hmm. like t- like ties. Why would you, know, you sit there? Tucks and tails, you know, you'd wear. Everybody <laughs> dresses up. All the women wear dresses. All the men wear tuxes. Are the men wear tuxes? Yeah. And you're I sitting mean, there chomping on popcorn. The theaters probably thinking just like they do at movie theaters. Hey, we can make some extra money on this. Oh, that's snack true. Stuff, but popcorn. Yeah, you would you would think caviar and, and wine glasses. <laughs> you wouldn't think popcorn. That's yeah. Like, yeah, and nothing inside the hall, I would think. I don't know. I'm making new rules for him. I've never been inside that thing, and but uh, at an opera, I just thought it was funny. Ooh, popcorn. Oh, opera. listen, this is kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay, speaking of, you said rules. Uh, rules that people break on an everyday basis. Okay. Let's see if you fit in. Uh, number one, pretending to read the terms and conditions when you get it on your phone. Yeah, have you ever like, um, <laughs> okay. okay, yeah, how long should I sit and look like I'm looking at this? You just push okay and then you mm-hmm. move on. Check. Um, we've all done that. Sneaking food into the movies. Of course. Come on, we've all, you, before you used to be able, now you, I think they, they kind of restrict that, but before COVID, you could take in whatever you wanted. 
Well, I our mean, theaters here. I wouldn't take a whole bunch of stuff, but I don't even know if I'd take stuff that often. But if if I had something in my pocket, what do they do? Frisk you? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, that's true. They would never find out. I we always used to stop by the gas station and get a. Uh, um, an icy because the ICs at the theater were like five bucks. Oh, that'd be hard to take. The, well, in. They didn't care. We just walk right in with them, and oh, they saw okay. them, and you oh. know, it was that was part of the gig. But now they kind of, I think they cut down on that. Okay, number three, watching films when they were too young for the age rating, which goes back to your Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. Did you ever go see an R movie before you were seventeen? Oh my gosh, yes. Okay. My aunt took me and my sister and cousins to see stuff all the time. We saw Young Frankenstein, oh, that was which had a lot of adult humor in oh, it. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of that. At a drive-in. And then also uh, Jaws. Oh, that my was- husband thinks it's so funny because I'm six years younger than him. He was not allowed to see Jaws when it came out, but I went to see it because my aunt took me with her. <laughs> <laughs> and it's probably why I don't get, get in the ocean today. So, um, you know, that was a trade-off. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, the next one is talking in the library. I think we've all talked in the library. I mean, yeah, how many times? When's the last time I went to a library? Hey, what's the answer to number 13? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, only brushing their teeth once a day. 34% of people only do it once. Mm, not yeah. me. I'm a creature of habit. I morning and night, and sometimes in the middle of the day. Just I'm just mix. saying, if you only do it once a day, Annie, make sure it's in the morning before our show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, using exit doors to go in mm. as entrances. Only if I'm confused. Which, like well, that three. happens. Yeah, there's a lot of that. It says welcome, and then the other one says enter here. It's like, well, why'd you say welcome over on this door? Yeah, enter here over here. Okay, uh, touching things that say please do not touch. Oh, yeah, don't do that because I'm so accident prone. I'm sure that I'm going to be the one that breaks it. If it says don't touch, I do not touch. Here's one that I think we not showering before you go into a public swimming pool. Yeah, I think most I people think all don't. of us have done that. Yeah, I think they you know, just walk like, out I don't through. want to jump in that cold okay. shower. <laughs> you know, just get my trunks on. I'll put my stuff in the locker. Then I'm going out to the pool. What good does it really do I know. anyway? I mean, come on now. <laughs> It's just uh, water. Not washing their hands after using the facilities down the hall. Oh, you know that's I mean. gross. Yeah. Um, I think I think since COVID, a lot of people do that more. I know, have always more. been somebody that probably washes hands more than I don't. I'm not obsessive compulsive, but I wash my hands so. Yeah, many I'm, times I'm a chronic hand washer. Yeah, it always feels dirty if I don't wash it. First thing I do when I walk in the house, and it always has been. Not because of COVID. It's just the way I've always been. It's I wonder the first if, thing I want to do. Is it has it been since we have this jo- these jobs because we work in such a small space with multiple people. No, I don't you know, think so. I think it's, I, I've just always been that way. When I go somewhere and come home, the first thing I've always done without even thinking about it has been washing my hands. And the last one I think is really topical. Uh, sharing passwords for streaming sites. Well, we were, but... <laughs> and then they cracked down. This annoys me, too. Okay, so you can't share passwords. And now pretty much all of them have raised their rates. And what really makes me mad is we already know there's a strike going on. There's oh, yeah. There's very little new content being put on these things. Oh, yeah. What, what, what am I paying for? Yeah, what, what's the price increase for? Yeah. Plus, um, you know, like I'm not going to name names, but some of them have within the last year raised rates. And now they're Netflix. doing Yeah. Now they're doing it again. <laughs> I know. It's ridiculous. And I'm like, you've got to give me a reason to want to hang on to these because at this point, 
I mean, keep jacking up the prices and you're not giving me more content. I might what as am well I doing here? Go back to the cable box. <laughs> yeah. Plus, <laughs> I'm not really thrilled. I'm really, I'm okay, I'm going to name names. I'm not really thrilled with HBO Max or Max compared mm-hmm. to HBO. Right. Because it feels like they've filled it up with a bunch of junk from cable news or cable networks. Like, oh, yeah. uh, you know, that Magnolia. Magnolia table, yeah. With HGTV the- stuff. I mean, that's fine. Some of it, okay. But I, I'm like, this is basically just cable stuff. Where's the movies? What happened to original movies? And yeah, you're just rehashing stuff that's already been. I'm not really. really impressed with it, no. to be honest. Anyway, okay. Here's another fun one. This lady, uh, she got plastered all over the place in Boca Raton, Florida. Her name is Margarita. I don't want to give her last name, but Margarita is being accused of being a cake thief. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. A local French bakery plastered pictures of her all over the place, and it looks like those old 1800 criminal wanted oh. posters. <laughs> <laughs> wanted dead or alive. Yes, because Margarita got a refund of $29 for a mocha cake. So they gave her the money, but she didn't return the cake. And now um, she is seeking over $50,000 in damages for emotional distress and defamation of character because of all these wanted posters. <laughs> I don't understand, though, why the bakery would think that she would return the cake. They can't resell it. No, but she's getting the cake. She's, <laughs> she's having her cake and eating it, too. She's getting her money back. Well. So she, got a, <laughs> she gets a free cake. And, you know, here, I'm giving you your money back. You bring back the price. It's like going, taking a fan back to Walmart, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's true. You know? But I just but, think, um, I don't think with a food item that yeah, they couldn't you sell it again. could take it back and resell it. I no. would hope they wouldn't. But anyway, I think for them, maybe, maybe it's principle. <laughs> <laughs> Do not take a cake and... Or get a cake and not take it back in Paris, okay? Hey, okay. Hey, oh, on a side note, cake made me think of it. And I see her every day. I don't know her name. She's on TikTok. There's a lady that buys a cake. And she eats the cake um, in distress over the latest Britney Spears post on Instagram. (laughs) Hey, we all have our triggers, you know. It's so funny. I don't know. It's tragic at the same time. But every time I see her chowing on that cake, she's just sitting there with a big cake in her face, eating it with a fork. And just Brittany <laughs> shaking her head. <laughs> Makes me want cake every time I see it. That's fantastic. That does it for this week. We will try to do better next.